Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Zozone. I know we're all out there just trying to survive, and I really value that you've shown up here to listen. If you were here, I'm sure you'd be telling me the difference I've made in your lives and reminding me not to give up hope. I appreciate you all just as much as I know you appreciate me and the entertainment I provide. But if I'm being honest, I'm a little disappointed in the lack of response. Yes, I know there's a very slim chance that my email isn't being monitored and possibly restricted. I also know that there's a tiny possibility that everyone but me and the imposter living with me are dead or undead. Most days, I spend completely without hope. But today, I've decided to hope that you're out there and just terrible at communication. So shame on you. (laughs) As such, I'll continue as if there are listeners because the alternative is literally soul-crushing. Speaking of soul-crushing, who else was completely devastated when the British guy disconnected our call? I'm assuming you were all listening, of course. Unbelievably rude! Made me feel like dumping all of my tea into the river. What can I say, though? I suppose I wouldn't believe me either. If we truly are some of the few survivors left in this country, what are the odds we even connected with anyone, let alone him, two times? If I were him, I would be skeptical and probably hang up. But the point is, the British can be so rude sometimes. I'm literally over here dying, and he's all, Well, I suppose I should be going now. Good luck and cheerio. Or something like that. Actually, the way I just said that made him seem kind of nice, especially considering that he thought I was pranking him and wasting his time. Maybe he was really nice, and I just don't know how to interact with humans anymore. That's completely off-topic, not even sure why I brought it up. Anyway, when I got this man on the radio, I was so excited. I was convinced, even for fleeting moments, that he was my path out of this hell. And when there was nothing he could or would do, I was devastated all over again. This is just a reminder that I can't depend on anyone but myself. And what more reassurance do I need that I can survive on my own, aside from the fact that I've been surviving on my own, which I've been doing for months now since Art left. Technically, you could say the imposter living in my home means I'm not completely alone. But if anything, his presence is counter to my survival. He seems to be actively doing things to get me killed. Every once in a while, he comes close to it. Like the other day, when he dug a pit that I couldn't help but almost step right into when I was crawling out of the bunker. I did manage to avoid it and stabilize myself, but I swear, I saw Brian smirk and he took several seconds before pretending to come save me after I had already saved myself. Yet I can't rule out entirely that he's just a moron and did that on accident, because while he was helping me, he tripped over the hatch and fell headfirst into the pit himself. He probably should have died. I have no idea what that man's head is made of. Every once in a while, his silly antics make me think of the Three Stooges. And yes, all of them at once, somehow, which is all the sillier. I'll laugh and laugh as he trips and falls over various things. The number of times he's almost gouged his own eyeball out is astounding, but I cannot let myself be lulled into a false sense of security. 
This, at times lovable, oaf is still a very dangerous enemy. My enemy. And he is keeping me from my husband as he weirdly tries to replace him? I know deep down, if he was able to locate the guns, I'd be dead as soon as he got his hands on them. And that's why every day I wake up with an empty bed, and I remind myself that I am alone, that only I can protect me, and that only I have my best interests in mind. Which is why I choose to continue to pull pranks on Brian. Yes, I have taken to calling him just Brian. He knows he's not art, I know he's not art. And he's not even here, so what difference does it make? Anyway, my continued torture, I mean, harmless pranks, have started to take a toll on him. He's asleep right now, even though it's fully daytime, because I kept him up all night last night. I found an old walkie-talkie and hid it in the trees by his tent. I was whispering and talking to him all night and pretending that it was the trees plotting his murder. (sighs) Though I have to think of more pranks that don't also involve me staying up all night since I have to keep my guard up. Granted, it was hilarious and I did enjoy being awake for his screams. Much higher pitch than I would have thought. I thought it might attract zombies, but perhaps they felt bad for him? The other day when I was gathering supplies, he insisted on accompanying me to the store, saying I needed a big, strong man to help me carry things back. I reminded him that I spent a couple of months on my own gathering supplies, with no big, strong men there to assist me. But he couldn't be swayed, so he annoyingly tagged along. It's usually my only moments of peace when I can get away and go grocery shopping. Sure, I have to fight the hordes of undead that have gathered there, but at least they don't try to talk to me. I've really come to value my alone time, so I came up with a way to make sure he doesn't come with me next time. (laughs) You'll love this one. I told him that I needed feminine products, which, of course, made him very uncomfortable. Well, luckily, the pet aisle is right next to the toiletries. So I went and filled up a giant sack with a ton of birdseed and took it back to him. I pretended I could hardly lift it off the ground, and he gladly took it. He asked me repeatedly if I really thought I needed so many tampons, and finally I just proudly responded that I'm a heavy bleeder, which is so embarrassing to me, before bursting into fake tears. It was a pretty terrible performance, but the thought of minstrel blood so upset Brian anyway, he didn't say another word. He also didn't talk to me for days, thinking it must be my time of the month. So, two birds with one stone, I guess. Speaking of birds, I have a plan to put those seeds to good use. Brian disclosed to me his irrational fear of birds ever since he watched that Hitchcock film back in the day. So, I'm going to surround his tent with bird seed in the middle of the night. It should be really fun. <laughs> I wish someone were here to see it. You know, that's been the hardest part. I know the expression has always been, misery loves company, but what I actually miss the most is sharing the laughter and the joy and the good times with someone else. I wish Art were here to help me think of terrible tree puns for the forest trees to whisper to Brian. I wish anyone was here to appreciate waking up before the sunrise and going out in the peace and quiet before the neighborhood fills with the groans of walking corpses, since they seem to be so much calmer in those early morning hours. I wish there was 
someone here to simply laugh about merchandise ideas or pretend for fleeting moments at a time that we're going to get out of this country and survive the apocalypse and plan what we're going to do for the first real meal we can eat and the first New Year celebration and the first snowfall we can appreciate with the, the fear of immediate hypothermia. I know I miss Art, and that's obvious because I love him and he's my husband. But I think I would take anyone at this point to share those little things with, since anything would be better than the loneliness of this existence and Brian. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I'm tired of hearing my own voice instead of someone else's, and I'm sure you're tired of me by now, too. If you're tired of listening to me go on these long rants, it's so easy. All you have to do is reach out and let me know you're there. I just want to know that I'm not alone. Over. <laughs>